Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Hey, 12 o'clock on a Wednesday. You're joining us here. Thanks for joining us. And uh, let's bring on our special guest. <laughs> Where I'm at, it's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. Thanks for joining us on Cannabis Legalization News. We have something to go over today because it has everything to do with what's going on on the West, I'm sorry, the East Coast. Uh, the East Coast had an election yesterday, and that election did not bode the best for um, uh, a party that had been responsible for legalization in um, at least two of the jurisdictions, uh, one of which being Virginia, and then the other one that's exceedingly close right now. Let me zoom in a little bit. Uh, this is, uh, we'll, we'll cover Virginia first. Glenn Youngkin has defeated Terry McAuliffe by approximately 2% of the vote uh, as of 11 minutes ago. And Glenn Youngkin is the Republican. Virginia had it uh, set to go and be legalized in a few years. So I don't know if this change in administration will impact the rollout. But then the much more surprising one, and this is with 86% in from 11 minutes ago, Phil Murphy does have a small margin of 49.9 to 49.3, approximately 15,000 votes after over Jack Cicerelli. Uh, in New Jersey, that polling, that polling was way different. I mean, that was, uh, he was ahead by like 13 points. So, um, I, dude, you know what? I, I'm not really worried about, um, I'm less worried about these, these small governor, you know, turning over, uh, um, you know, uh, the two things about it, man, it's always the governor that's turning them over. You got South Dakota, you got uh, Georgia, you also have uh, Arizona back in 1997. And right. so when the administration doesn't want it. Right. But the two faces out of the two bag, you know, two out of the two, whatever, you know, cats out of the bag. Uh, my main concern, dude, is it's not so much like, and again, I've never been like, whether it be a uh, Democrat, Republican. But the fact is, the the head guy of one of the parties 
wrote a love letter to a chick who tried to attack the vice president. Like, I don't, these, we're in this upside down world where, uh, uh, did you see what happened in Dallas the other day? No, what happened in Dallas? Dude, I was just a thousand at the, people. The election. A thousand people were showing up, not yesterday, but the day before. A thousand people showed oh, up. Oh, my. Thinking John F. Kennedy was going to reappear with Trump. Oh, my this goodness. This is why I'm not worried about the, uh, you know, Republican, Democrat. This is why I'm not saying it's Republican, Democrat, but I am saying this, this is what worries me. When And I don't even want to, like, talk about this type of stuff. Oh, I can't. Okay, good. I've been paywalled by the Washington Post, so we can't talk about this wackadoo story about um, uh, J. Edgar, no, not J. Edgar, <laughs> JFK Jr. trying to magically, you know, like coming back from the dead, show up. And evidently people were stupid enough to believe that's going to be there. And because people are so stupid, they could easily be manipulated into continued marijuana prohibition for decades to come. And I don't want exactly. you know, it's, it's, that's exactly it. I mean, I wouldn't be so upset if like 20 people showed up, dude, but like a thousand people showed up for the zombie apocalypse that was supposed to happen. Like, oh, we can, this is why we can't have nice things. Like, like y'all who and I, and again we get in in our in our chat and the fret you know everybody's like you know I'm a Republican I, I I'm not that crazy but you know what you are you are because a thousand people showed up thinking of this QAnon bullshit about like you know uh, 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 you know the pedophile gate and you know got to get the endocrine I am so tired of these wackadoos like if we could just have a normal conversation get over the pandemic legalize weed we'd have flying cars by next year dude. Well, I would hope so, but then I just don't know. I mean, like, if people have been this failed and that stupid for this long and they're allowed to congregate now on the Internet using buttons and stuff, which they don't understand how they work, either way, uh, it's still not all that great of news for uh, what the election and cannabis legalization have to do with one another. Uh, because even like in Buffalo, New York, incumbent mayor Brian Brown uh, or Byron Brown, who lost to a Democratic Party, to a Democrat, uh, he lost his primary to a Democratic Socialist. India Walton ran a write-in campaign and won by ten thousand votes, and so um, wow. it appears that you know uh, the you know, the overly progressive, and then not em uh, em embracing the marijuana legalization, I think has been um, hurting. And so, like, if they would have actually just come out and said they're the party for pot. Uh, I don't know if it would be as close as it is in uh, Carter, New Jersey. Carter won on a, on a pop platform. You know, I mean, like it's not well, like it hasn't been done before. And then there's there is actual uh, that's an article out of the marijuana moment. It's not all bad news for uh, cannabis legalization under the election. Uh, yesterday in Pennsylvania, a Philadelphia voter referendum called for state legalization of cannabis by a wide margin. Preliminary results on Tuesday said it was leading by 73 to 27% with 96% of the electoral divisions in the city reporting. Um, I'm going to try to well, zoom in on that. And this reinforces what I believe as far as like in America and everybody and the people when I travel this country, it's like, as for the most part, we all have stereotypes when you pull into a place, Ohio, Kentucky, I'm looking at you. But like, I know for the most part, everybody's good people, right? Red or green, however you want to, or red or blue, it's everybody's green, right? When I was young, man, I traveled with a bunch of weed just cross country and trying to use that as a um, like bartering tool because, you know, I'm a kid. I didn't have a lot of money, but I had weed. You had but weed. That's like money. That's why yes. they call it a fungible object. It is, it is, and it worked, dude, man. But like, you know, that's the thing. It's like 
every year weed is more popular than all these politicians, no matter what. Yeah. And that's the other thing that I don't understand. I mean, you have a popular issue, an issue that's bipartisanly popular, something that's not going to be a wedge and you don't embrace it. You don't say, don't vote for the other guy. He will derail our cannabis progress that we've made. And is that what's going to happen now in Virginia? Is Virginia going to become like a drum? Uh, and so you can't get in. Is it going to be like a, a, an MMTC or an ATC, even though like there's no TCs, they went full adult use. Is he going to walk back home grow? I mean, what are they going to use the power of the administrative branch to undo? Well, remember, they also sped up legalization in Virginia. So apparently there's some metric, there's some thing there that says, yeah, legalization works, right? Like you're only hurting yourself if you don't finish the job there, you know, uh, New Jersey. Virginia, you know, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot, period. You're shooting, you're hurting your, your, your constituents. Uh, you're, you're taking away who goddamn what, um, somebody just raked in a billion dollars for taxes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Illinois, Illinois just had a billion, broke a billion in sales for the year. And I think multiple states broke a billion in taxes. So, and again, uh, oh, it was uh, Vegas because of all the uh, tourism. Um, that's Vegas and tourism. So they have a billion dollars of taxes because of tourism. Yeah. People like to go to Vegas. And, and then they put it all on black. <laughs> and then red comes up and they go, hmm. Well, and then Jersey has Atlantic City. So, I mean, there's perspective there for them to have their own billion-dollar industry of taxes. But, again, I, I think if these guys, you know, it seems to me the Democrats are more reactionary to all this stuff. Like, the Republicans are the masters of scaring people as far as, like, you know, this reactionary bullshit about critical race theory that people don't even understand. You know, they just but they don't like it. And so it's like, you yeah. hate this. I will vote to ban it. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad because these guys on Fox News told me that's bad, but I can't Ooh. tell you anything about it. Mm. it. A lot of people are saying I love when a lot of people are talking. That's great. A college course. I'm just saying, unless your kid was going to college in law school, because that's the only place it was taught. I think it was Harvard Law. You know, it's just a curriculum that existed at one time and they're stretching the fear mongering. And that's I think can lead to extending prohibition because people are so divided over the bullshit scare tactics. Like no one's really, we got people in jail for goddamn weed still. And people's mm -hmm. lives are still going to be messed up. Did you see the, I, I, sh I shared on our Facebook group, an Amish guy got arrested and like uh, all their, they showed all the guns and stuff. And it was like flintlocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Like you really caught a bad one there. Look at our Facebook group. Yesterday oh, really? in Tennessee, uh, apparently the Tennessee, uh, are, don't like Amish cause the Amish like weed. But, uh, I, the worst bust. I mean, uh, just... okay. So don't forget to Google cannabis lawyer, and then I should be result 7.2. Uh, here in Illinois, I'm result one. Uh, but, uh, and then you can go to, to our new, newly designed page. And now it works great because we actually have it in Elementor. And so it loads super quick. And so uh, here is our Facebook page. It's right there. You cannot find it. You can actually see that we're live on it right now. But uh, that's the one that you're talking about with the Amish dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there, there you is. go. Yeah, that's threat. Amish dude, right there. It looks very Amish, to be honest. I'm just saying, like, this is the 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 world we live in, right? Because aren't the Amish supposed to be like these religious? Like, wasn't America like all these people who are crying about the war on Christmas? You know, this is what it's all about. All this distractive BS out there, and we got real issues, and that's prohibition. Yep, that's we do have real issues. We have real issues, but the uh, the election uh, of yesterday. Uh, and then we aren't going to know who won New Jersey 
for weeks, perhaps, because they have to count up all these hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots. And what is going to happen with New Jersey's adult use rollout now? If there's going to be a change of administration, that's complete delay. And then what type of delay? And you're going to see a different type of cannabis legalization. Are you going to see new rules? Are they going to throw out the rules and bring in new rules? Are they going to reappoint uh, people that are in that commission? You know, they, so much of what we start doing when we're creating, um, you know, plans and applications for a jurisdiction is you have to see what the jurisdiction wants. And then when you have these new things uh, change over, you're like, ah, crap, what's going to happen next? Well, I mean, I, I understand that the, the, there, there is that the, the one thing the Republicans do really good is they, they stick together. I mean, they're sticking behind some guy who is just a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, literally. And, uh, uh, you know, hey, good on you for all sticking with the same rule. But what if these new uh, uh, people coming in, you know, they don't have to uh, rinse and repeat. They can actually set good leadership. You know, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all about Republican, Democrat for the most part, except for when they go on the floor, you know, because we still have the moral act that needs to go through. You know, when's that going to come and get heard or the Safe Banking Act? You know, well, it gets worse. I mean, speaking of safe banking. JP Morgan is going to restrict trading of some U.S. cannabis stocks, according to Reuters. They're reporting that JPM, JP Morgan Chase, has told prime brokerage clients it will no longer allow them, allow them to buy certain U.S. cannabis retailers beginning November 8th. This move followed similar actions by uh, banks, including Credit Suisse and high-profile collapse of the private fund Archigos Capital. <laughs> Archigo's capital this year that left several banks nursing losses. Um, interesting that the the cannabis stocks may get hammered even further if unwinding of positions through uh, uh, J.P. Morgan holdings have to, to have to happen. What's going to happen to my um, MSOS position or or any of the other ones? My um, my parent company position was just terrible. Glad it was. Bought like five hundred dollars of that stock. Well, you know that, that article was saying though they're they're trying to prevent the uh, like the spac almost uh, you know the, the 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 floating money. Whereas I think a Tilray, you know, Canadian based companies are still safe. You know, all these big, I want to say for lack of whatever boats because you know they say when you buy a boat, just start throwing money in it because that's what you're going to be doing. You know, MedMen, Tilray, none of these guys are profitable, but they're all banking on the future to be so. Yeah, but if that's one of the reasons why the stocks are just getting hammered out there as new markets come up. And so if you have these types of changes like you see in um, New Jersey, if it changes hands or uh, just what's going to happen in New York, we aren't really sure. Uh, you might see just wonderful green pastures for a lot of those publicly traded companies. However, if <laughs> they can't access any of that institutional money, that really sucks. So safe banking needs to pass. But you know, the, the Democrats are too stupid to realize that marijuana is something that they could use uh, as a political uh, advantage. And they just talk about stuff like, oh, here's some more money. I just, you know, they, they the Dems are so dumb. They're, they're, they're like the masters of just uh, self-destruction or what is it? Uh, uh, when uh, you're always in your own way, you know, like they're always so close to like getting it right. And then they're you their have own a, worst enemy. Yeah. But like a, a mansion or a cinema, I, I just... You know, if they just Pelosi were to say legalization, this is going to be the more priority. That might be something like give like Americans like uh, uh, momentum to, to to show up. But in, in the meantime, f all this policy because 
you know, I think the average person doesn't think it affects them. The average person doesn't really understand what's going on in their own lives. They're too busy with what's going on in their own lives to see what else is actually happening. Uh, that's one yeah. of the things. If you make everybody live paycheck to paycheck, they won't really have much else to think about. No, that's true. I mean, that's kind of what they what uh, if the uh, when the masses get more educated, so then they start yeah. rebelling or whatever. But you don't hear about those QAnon BS things where like a hundred people, a thousand people show up thinking that somebody who's dead and has been dead for like twenty years is magically going to come back to life. Uh, you know, it, you don't hear about that in Europe. Europe takes a whole month in the summer <laughs> off, and they're like, "Oh, socialism." Wait, you mean like educating their people and giving them health care so that you know they have good jobs and an economy is bad. How? That's what I'm saying is, you know, we're so centralized in America. It was like the blinders and, and, and we're number one shouting all the freaking time. Whereas, you know, we have been, you know, when you meet someone like a mechanic or something, and that's all they tell you is how good the mechanic they are. Most likely they're a shitty mechanic. Cause somebody telling me how good they are or something. I don't want to hear it. I want to see results. You know, that's, that's how life is. You know, show me what you've done. You can't tell me how awesome you are. Yeah. Show me. Yeah, but nobody, everybody just, they just all brag and boast and they say everything's the best and it's amazing. And, you know, the answer to like most like webinars that I've seen usually is the thing that's the webinar is being sold. And so we're actually going to be having a webinar to sell uh, one of the things that I've been working on. So uh, again, going with what Miggy was just mocking, everybody says it's the best. And so like I took what I learned from winning cannabis licenses in Illinois and I uh, distilled it into this product that we are going to be launching that has uh, a landing page. Oh, I believe the landing page is, well, I know it's here. So here, and we'll be launching that in uh, approximately two weeks, uh, right before the Thanksgiving holiday. Ho yeah, the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, and so that that is hopefully innovation in the cannabis consulting world. Where, so you actually have uh, experience and, and a reputation, right? There's a lot of people who just pop out of nowhere and be yeah. like, uh, they, didn't, they didn't win a craft grows license in the first crack. Yeah. Well, they didn't write a book 10, 15 years yeah. ago. They didn't advocate. You know, you've been learning about this plant. It's not an overnight thing where you're like, hey, I just graduated. And plus you litigated. So you've been on the both, both worlds, professional uh, lawyering and cannabis activism. You know, I, I think it's going right. to be a great product for you, man. Well, we'll see. Uh, it does have some nice financial models that we're now installing some 280E mitigations into. So one of the courses nice. that I have to record for, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, so most of it's already built in, uh, has to do with that. But then it's 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 going to be something that I just continue to make so that when all these people who call and they call all the time, it's like, no, you need this. That'll be $7,500. No, yeah. go out there and try to find something better for 7500 Click. They'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Again, your financial experience is fundamental. And that's why I'm excited to when you guys get the grow going, I yeah. can bring in my quality assurance experience. Like I'm really yeah. excited just to create my own little platform when that happens. Yeah, that'll be interesting uh, to see how we actually handle it and who our vendors are. I we need to the the capital raises is going. There's several capital raises that are going on right now um, in the secondary markets. Vibrant. Hopefully the secondary my, vi, market in your area is going to be vibrant, or you'll at least have an open. Uh, license system, but you know the industry just takes forever to roll out, and then you have an election like you had yesterday, and it appears that it may take even longer to roll out. 
uh, in the East Coast. You have New York talking about not having a licensing round until 2023. So you have monopolies for then. Hey, uh, don't forget to take off that one thing when you have that going. You, you have to. Where's oh, is that like an overlay? Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Now it's off. But then the things. Okay, do that. Now, why is that thing back? Okay, there you go. Hey, uh, guess what time it is, everybody? <laughs> you get that part. What, what, what time? Oh, oh, yes. This this wonderful purple banana over here. I tell you what. I guess you That's right. That was the Collateral Base's presentation of its 420 somewhere. Shout out to Collateral Base. They have been my law firm and consulting firm since 2020. So we're going on almost two years. Yes. They are the executive producer of this show. So uh, it has been the marketing budget. And we've done our best. But like I said, it would be great if cannabis would roll out a little bit faster it did in states like Oklahoma, where you have 10,000 licenses and the industry just grows up really, really quick. But in Illinois, uh, or maybe in New Jersey, where your state, especially if you're on the East Coast, except for Maine, uh, no, they just aren't rolling out the, uh, well, Massachusetts as well. They just aren't rolling out the licenses as quickly as they should. Well, and who knows with New Jersey, right? I mean, in, in Virginia, because even though it's Republican in leadership now, I mean, maybe they realized the. Uh, the market is better for their people. And then they, they, they speed it up. They expedite it, make it happen. You know, I mean, politics, I, I live in a hippie, happy state, apparently. And yes, you do. they, they, they effed up the, the, the regulation as far as like, they put the cops in charge of the program, which, you know, I guess in a weird way, it made it more solidified. Cause you know, you're like, okay, all the law, none of these guys had it easy that were part of the 502 program. None of these growers, none of these businesses had it easy. And now, let me check this out, dude. I like tomorrow. I'm gonna be hosting an event with JJ uh, at the Fresh Toast. Oh yeah, um, check it out. Uh, Lit fun at the Gallery Mac. Uh, it's gonna be a, a functional art class. Uh, check this out. My name's in here. That. Cool. Mickey 420. Yay, Mickey 420 will be at the functional glass sculpture uh, event over on no. Oh, what is that? October seventh through November twenty seventh. Uh, well, that's the, the whole. The whole thing and gallery Mac is right by pioneer square. And, uh, but tomorrow it's going to be, uh, November 4th uh, from five to seven. Yeah. It's going to be fun. We're going to have glass blowing going on. And, uh, the, the gentleman that's with us, Ian Eisenberg, he's actually one of the owners of like, he's actually like what people call the Walmart of weed, like the big corporate. He's the one that everybody fear mongers, but it's like, they're just business people, right? Like I'm never mad about Americans making money. I'm never mad about, you know, us, my neighbor, being mm -hmm. successful that's just ridiculous you know why not encourage it but hmm. hey don't no. you have a, a string today no 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 we're gonna do some more news so oh, sure. for you example the oh, fresh sorry. toast as you were just mentioning as you're going to their event tomorrow uh they have a report out and they say a study that legalization reduces suicide rates among middle-aged males the latest study found that recreational cannabis is connected with a 6.29 reduction in male suicide rates amongst males. Uh, duh, sorry about being a little redundant, aged 40 to 49. Uh, and then this new study out of Case Western Reserve University uh, School of Medicine and also the Yale Law School, the Cato Institute and the Reason Foundation. 
uh, and came out. When does this published? It appears that it was published on October 23rd, 2021. And uh, here is that. Uh, and I would post, and I would be posed to say it's the same for females too, because there was another study that came out recently saying that females don't have more emotional mood swings than males do in general. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, that's just a, a myth. Right. I mean, sure, we have hormonal issues, but, you know, emotionally, we're, I think we're all compatible. And, you know, it, it all use is wellness. Right. No, 6.29 percent is a sizable reduction. You know, if there's 100. Yeah. That's that's almost seven people that you saved uh, and, and, and that they would have that because they I don't know why. Why? Why is that? Why does it drop? Is it drop because a lot of it has to do with uh, something being out of whack with your endocannabinoid system? I'm not sure. Perhaps. I think always it's always weird to have like those weird like suicide numbers. Like you're just estimating how many people are going to just off themselves a year. Like, and then you're like, oh, sweet, we're short this year. You're like, that was a good year. I, it's just, it's hard for, I just, I don't, those studies to fathom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here's some other things that are hard uh, for certain aspects to fathom. Out of Nevada, a marijuana dispensary along Idaho border is cleared to open. A marijuana, according to The Hill, a marijuana dispensary in Nevada was cleared to open on Wednesday. According to the Elko Daily Free Press, $1.4 million dispensary is located in the Idaho border town of Jackpot. And that, once again, is a $1.4 million dispensary. If you are asking yourself, how much is that? dispensary. This is the sample set out of Nevada. That Nevada dispensary is a border town dispensary and it was $1.4 million. So and there you go. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to help you people that keep calling and we do appreciate all those calls here at the collateral base, but um, going on. The Idaho, Idaho's, go ahead. Oh, I'll just say, so the talk on Reddit is, you know, Idaho saying, Hey guys, we got to, you know, again, I think a lot of their, um, their commerce is going to be out of state. A lot of their clientele, uh, I see the same thing up here in Washington State on the border uh, by Idaho. I see all Idaho license plates in the one, the first pot shop across the border. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so yep, yep. The dispensary is forty-five miles from the nearest city in Idaho. And why, why indeed would they want to locate that dispensary on the border of Idaho, with the closest city being Amir? What was that? 45 minute drive, 45 miles, maybe a little bit less if you're speeding, because according to the border, Colorado and Washington and maybe also Nevada and Idaho, the amount of sales at the border counties higher than average. I need to zoom in here. This is brought to us by Headset Headset. Uh, They are a data analytics firm and they're reporting that if you look at this, uh, the the data like you're seeing out of that Idaho story and cooperated with uh, both Colorado, cooperated with Washington State, also probably with Illinois and like the Wisconsin or the Iowa or the uh, Indiana borders, you see more sales. Dude. It, it, it's it's gonna the, the the amount of money that's gonna come influx that area and and the fact that Idaho constituents haven't got their head out of their ass as far as like you know there's been a lot of activists and been fighting you know Idaho legislators that were fighting back as far as like trying to create rules that you couldn't ever have legalization ever but they failed on that point but they're missing out so much money in wellness again the wellness for the the aging population uh you know the the less alcohol consumption by the teens, even if that's going to be an issue, 
I mean, but they're Mormons. They don't consume alcohol. Right. I just there's so many more societal beneficial things to it that Idahoans are just being denied, and they live in this weird reefer madness. Probably the same ones that think that you get a freaking microchip when you get the the, the shot and you become a five G uh, magnet. Oh my God! Did you hear that they think that John F. Kennedy Jr. is coming back tomorrow or something, and they're showing up in Texas? And these people are sober. That's the other thing that gets me. They are stone sober. And, and you're just like, man, wow. No grip on reality, but yet living on pure air, huh? And how do you make money? How did you function this life? How did you afford that car that you're driving? Like, how did I you just afford don't get... to get here? Yeah. <laughs> Budge, man. Such a crazy, crazy world. Why do they want to opt out? Western New York just voted to opt in on disposing smoke lounges. All right, Robin Thomas, don't forget to get in touch with me over at Cannabis Industry Lawyer on Instagram, but also, of course, on the internet at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. Yeah, that's great. It's going to be an opt-in time now for uh, a lot of these places. Uh, It was Uh, yesterday, so I thought it was the day before. So again, out of the way, it's crazy shit that happened. If it, again, if it was 20, 15 people, I'd be like, ah, yeah, there's just a little bit of craziness. You fill up an auditorium with what the amount of people that showed up. Like, that's not cool. No way. I mean, it's just ridiculous that that many people would come in. And let's let's hope that they were not on uh, uh, the cannabis stuff because that would just give us a bad name. You know what we should do, though, uh, before we wrap up this this interesting little Wednesday show. I have a strain that I think we should name real quick. Do it. And the strain that we should name is right there. What is that strain? It's so big right now on the West Coast. And that, of course, was sun grown. Uh, it's from Humboldt County. Pre trimmed. <laughs> It's it's pre-harvest. It's like, you know, waiting uh-huh. to be harvested. This is over at Sunnibus, Wendy's Farm. Shout out to Sunnibus. Uh, and this is a very popular outdoor varietal for the harvest year in California. Get them answers in. It's like you took a picture of the baby. Before oh, there is, there is some purple in this, but purple, I want to say, is one of its parents. Mm. Oh, no. Yep. And so, like, if I see it, I'll tell you that I see it. Do we have anything else that is in the news? And I'm pretty sure we always do. Oh, there's always stuff, dude. I mean, the world's whatever. Oh, no, no. Okay, there we go. California legalized five years ago. Why is the illicit market still thriving? And that is under uh, things reported under Captain Obvious News. Let's go ahead and go to that one. Why is the illicit market still thriving without reading the article? I can tell you that it has to do with overregulation inability to access licenses and uh, the cost of doing business in this amount of regulation. And no, no, there's a lot of purple guesses that are going on for our name that strain. That's right. It's this one right there. What is that? It is so big and sun grown California cannabis right now. Um, They were huge buds. But what is this one coming out of California from? You know, what uh, a lot of people, when they fear, when when they want to fear monger against legalization, one of the things they think they uh, they use against the populace, as far as like having to grow in your city or whatever, mm-hmm. it's the smell. It's always been like the biggest, like you know, like oh, we can't have this because what about the children? They'll smell this. But uh, recently, here in Washington State, there was a little accident. Somebody had a little accident with their air perf- their air 
Charcoal, whatever, mm-hmm. in uh, Darrington. And there was something in the air in the mountain town of Darrington, something stinky. And uh, I love some of the comments here because some were like, but a recent mishap created that what owner Vince uh, went likened to a stink bomb. Neighbors hashed it out, uh, community Facebook page in October, arguing the air smelled like a skunk smoking weed. Uh, another one said money for the town. Another one said freedom. I think that's great right there. People are saying like that smell of freedom. That's smell of freedom, I tell you. But does anybody got the smell of freedom that's going on? No, it's not cereal milk. It's not glue. Don't tell us already. Exactly. There's Mendo perp, garlic breath, GMO, birthday cake, wedding cake. Those are actually kind of close. Um, Skittles, it isn't. Orange Crush, no. Mazer, Gush Mint, also no. Uh, grape ape, uh uh-uh. This is ice cream cake. And so we're going to go, unless somebody nailed it uh, toward the end there. Nope. And so uh, let's go back to the brand. And so that's it. That's it. And ice cream cake. It is a sun-grown flower. And it is evidently a cross between ice cream cake by Mad Scientist Genetics, originally a cross of cheesecake and dream cookie, two cultivars with GSC, formerly Girl Scout cookie, and blue dream in their genetics, according to this place right there. And so I'll hide that. And then this is still not even close enough to see. And this must be the Bloom Farms of it, but sun-grown ice cream cake, not necessarily from that one. Uh, and ice cream cake is tested at 23, who cares? Uh, ice cream cake won first place in the Best Indica in the IC420 Growers Cup. Yeah, I'm not even sure if that's a real thing. But it's from Weed Maps, so maybe it is. I would bet so. They're, they're, they're a pretty good reliable source. You can have cultural references. Mm-hmm. sure yeah well sun grown way to go and then like that was probably only going to be about 30 bucks an eighth which is hilarious and another <sighs> one of the reasons why um uh, you know it's so difficult to make it in california cannabis pricing power is difficult okay somebody says that he guessed it at twelve thirty-two. good for him you know it's funny how you mentioned the price I, and i was thinking about more again about my position i know we're going to wrap up here in a minute but uh it's, it's like the activism what my part of how like we've known each other and everything, you know, is a, uh, the power that I have is because of a citizen activist, right? I'm not a grower. I'm not a, uh, I'm a kind of, you know, consumer period, you know, and the, my day to day is like, I have weed in my car without fear. Like, like I, I literally live with this fucking plant and throw, I waste more of it trying to crumble it up in my car by accident. It's all over my seat and floor. 18 year old me would hate me and think it's a waste. But I live in a legal state where it's it's nothing like like it's a non and it's everybody deserves this. Everybody should have this experience and and live without this burden of bullshit that is around us. Yeah, you shouldn't have to feel like you need to be arrested or that you're a second class citizen or that something that there's just wrong about you. And I also am not the biggest fan that they use the uh, demand for the beautiful little flowers that we see to uh, create a whole bunch of bureaucracy and, and uh, profits. And they treat it like it's oil. They don't treat it like it's broccoli, you know? Exactly. Treat it like it's gambling. They don't treat it like it's tomatoes. Or like, they don't even treat it like it's beer. Just treat it like it's beer. Fucked, at least. Yeah. Simply enough. <laughs> if you would like, don't forget to join us on Sundays. I'm work. I'm not sure if we're going to do a live one. We might do a live one. Uh, I'm working on another one of my... Uh, how to's. And so this one is going to be a how to listicle, how to top 10 ways uh, uh, to get a cannabis license for 2022. I might just call it 
the cannabis license. And then when 2022 rolls around for SEO purposes, just add that to the title. Uh, and, but, you know, it's kind of how it goes. Uh, some of these are going to be very um, disconcerting because like, spoiler alert, the number one way to get a cannabis license in 2022 or 2021, uh, be wealthy. Well, be wealthy, but also policy is not the sexiest thing. That's why I told you, you got to add background music to your shit. You know, be like, so you got a title 101. Here we well, go. we got to some background music and take us out when we have uh, to go to the credits. Yeah, brother. All right, let's go to the credits. I'll catch you guys in the future. Peace out. Later. Yo, we should probably have some like stuff over this, but it'll seem like it's more special when then the little buttons are there. Do we push in now or did you push in? I'll push in. <laughs>